Hey, it's Ron McLean. Welcome to Hockey Talk on the Rock. With Laura and Keith. It's interesting. So let's back up a second. He played absolutely out of his mind. It made no sense to me. And now, here are your hosts. All right, we are back doing Hockey Talk on the Rock, episode number 102. We are currently on the train in Austria from Italy, reunited once again. And we're going to bring a little short little episode about Quinn Hughes being named the 15th captain in franchise history only like an hour ago. Yeah. And uh, talk other couple things. I did think it was kind of fitting. I was going to joke with you because I'm wearing my Canucks top. And then we got the got drop the of the Quinn Hughes Huggy Bear captain. Um, I like it. I mean, a lot of people want a Pedersen. The contract uncertainty, I get it. Yeah. Other people also wanted JT Miller. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of divisiveness with him, especially when Horvat was on the team. Yeah. And you can't really pick someone who's divisive. So. Yeah, I think Miller's like he he's good as an assistant captain. Like he has the emotion, but I don't think you really necessarily want that from your captain, captain. And I think after Horvat left, it became very clear that Hughes was kind of the leader of the team. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I mean, Pedersen would have been fine, but I personally think that Hughes is better suited for the market with being captain. Like, he'll handle the pressure with the media. He'll be able to kind of deflect a bit with the team. And I think it's really smart and also maybe a bit of a play for the Canucks if they can convince him to stay in Vancouver passes next contract and yeah overall a really good choice i mean i like it yeah i like it and i, I think that now you let Pedersen do his thing um and hopefully you know hopefully he stays he stays yeah um other than that like a little while ago a couple weeks ago Pius Suter signed with the canucks a late signing yeah two years 1.6 million per year um make makes me feel really good about like adding that center depth because with Bluger and Oman as their yeah. 3C, 4C, I was not that confident, but now throwing Suter into that mix, it feels like they're a lot deeper down the middle. Yeah, I agree with you as there as well. Um, Pius Suter was actually someone that I really wanted them to sign at the beginning of free agency, and then when they signed Bluger, I was like, oh, I bet you now they don't do uh, Suter. So the fact that they made Suter work uh, I really, I'm really excited about because I think he does have some offensive upside. Whereas Teddy Bluger, like, yeah, he's a good bottom six forward, but I don't really think he's can be relied upon to produce offense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I hope for the Canucks that both Pod Coles and Hoglander make the team this year. But like, it would be kind of cool if they could build a more offensive third line that can chip in because we haven't had that for a few, for years. A few years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, it'll be good. Um, I, it'll be interesting to see what they do with all those forwards. Yeah, um, and Tyler Myers still too. That's the other thing. Tyler Myers probably going to be with the Canucks all year, if not to yeah. most way through the year. Yeah. Tanner Pearson's injury. He is skating again now, though. Right. So, so that's another like they a, have lot a lot of wingers. wingers. If if he's healthy. Yeah. Um, it'll be good to see what happens in training camp. I've got faith. I've got faith in the team this year. You're much more positive than me, but I hope that you are right. Gotta be, gotta be. Yeah. So, on that note, Canucks make the playoffs, yes or no? I'm going to say no. I think I'm they just missed. I'm going to say yes, let's wow. go. <laughs> Canucks make the playoffs. I think Seattle will take a step back. I think they were a team that everything broke their way last year. Yeah. And, like, LA is good, Edmonton's good. I think Calgary's 
Calgary's yeah. a really hard one to judge too, because what are they doing? Yeah, scratching and clawing. Yeah. Trying to hold on, but I think Markstrom is on the decline big time. I think players like Tanev are going to be on the decline. They lost to Foley. I think Huberdeau will be better though. I don't think he'll be as bad as he was with the Sutter, and I don't know if they keep Lindholm. Like it's, it's they're a hard team to judge. Their defense is still all right for now. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I agree with you. I don't see out thinks I don't see Seattle making it. I think they finish below Vancouver, but I don't think either team makes the playoffs. And Vegas will be up there. Vegas will be up there. Edmonton so, will be up there. I think LA. I do got think better. Vancouver will be a wild card team, yeah. but I think they'll make it. I don't know. I like. I think they just missed. That's and, my prediction. And they're going to get an astounding year from Demko. Well, they have to. Yeah. They yeah. Will. And that's my prediction for that. Okay. Um, Austin Matthews signed a record-breaking Indeed. contract. That He's was somehow still team-friendly. I don't know if I agree with both, but this is how it's being sold. Yeah. So if, what was it? Four years. Four years at thirteen point two five. And so he can sign another deal, basically when he's thirty-one or thirty-two, and then see where he goes. I mean, I think for the Leafs, not as a Leafs fan, but just in general, they needed to have it out of the way to start the season because otherwise it was gonna be a it was gonna be too big of a thing for them to talk about all year and then in the locker room and everything. I mean, kind of tied into that, like Sheldon Keith getting the extension. Right. I think that to me, like, it's not surprising because they were gonna bring him back and you don't bring him back as the lame duck coach and everything. But after the way they lost in the playoffs last year, that was my prediction, was that Keith would be out and that um, like probably Dubas would have stayed. Right. So I think it's kind of funny how it worked in reverse. But on that note, I don't actually... I don't think much of Keith as a coach, and I think that he's a bit... Over, like I think he's a bit overrated, and it showed in the playoffs where he couldn't... Like he, I, I just feel like he's been outcoached in every... Like even in the Tampa series, I feel like he was outcoached. Anyway... Sidebar, but the Matthews deal for the Leafs, I guess, is good. We'll see what happens with Nylander. We'll see what happens with Marner in a year. Mm-hmm. But the cap better go up. The cap better go teams. up. Yeah, it's yeah, it's smart for him to take the four-year yeah, deal. Yeah, super smart for him. Deal. He's gonna make a ton of money in this career for sure. I feel like they'll get a Nylander deal done too. It's like they, what does they have to do? Kill two years with Tavares's contract. Yeah, but I still think if they sign, if they re-sign Nylander, <laughs> again, I'm not a Leafs fan. They can do whatever they want, but I just think they're insane for keeping doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I like if they give Nylander what he wants, which is evidently ten mil, like they could completely reconstruct their defense if you took that money and did something else with it. Only thing I'm gonna say is it took a really long time for the Capitals. They always bring up the Capitals, <laughs> but like. <laughs> The Capitals did, I don't know, it's one team, they won one cup, which is good. Not taking anything away, but I don't, I the way that that team loses yearly, I don't have faith in that core. Time will tell. Time will tell. Coming out of the East and coming out of the West, yeah. early predictions. Okay, so I told you in the West, I think I see Colorado going back. In the East, I'll do the fun one, I'll say New Jersey. Okay. Um. I would be between Colorado and Dallas in yeah, the West. Yeah. Um, but I'd probably, if I had to pick, I'd probably pick Colorado. Yeah. And then in the East, ooh, it's tough. Uh, I mean, New York could have a bounce back they year. They could. They're another weird one. Tampa could have a bounce back they year. They also could the sign Tyler Mott. And Florida ooh. has pretty much the same team. Yeah, but uh, they're injured. Like, they could get better. 
as the year goes on, but mm-hmm. that's start. Anyway. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll just be lame and go forward in Colorado. Okay. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. I like it. They're exciting. And then Cup winner. They were both going the same. Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. I take Colorado right now. Um, yeah. I, I see them having a pretty strong bounce back year. I mean, losing Landeskog is obviously hard, but mm-hmm. um, they've got players at every position that are elite, and I think they'll be hungry after last year. My final thing is the, a surprise team this year. Yeah. Buffalo or Ottawa make it? I mean, is Buffalo a surprise now? I, I feel like they've been hyped. I, I, I feel like I have a soft spot, a bit of a soft spot for Ottawa. I'll take Ottawa only, and I think they would be a surprise based on the defense and the goaltending. Yeah, they got Corpusello, which yeah. might bite them in the long run, even in the short run. Yeah. But now they got Sanderson, Shabbat, and Shichurin yeah. on the blue line, who are all really good. And their forward group is amazing. Yeah. If they can pull it all together, I think it's going to be a fun year for Ottawa. I mean, both those teams, I think, like as secondary teams to watch, are both pretty fun right mm-hmm. now. Like, they can score a lot. If, like, Devin Levi for the Sabres can be a legitimate goalie, I think they could be a scary team moving forward. To either make the playoffs. I think, honestly, I'm going to say no. No? Only because, like, you think about, like, there's Pittsburgh, who are pretty good. Like, they're the one that I don't know because they've changed so much. Yeah. But you have Pittsburgh. You have the teams that, like, everyone's picking to miss now. So Boston, who I don't know. Like, every year people pick them to miss. Obviously, it's dramatically gone down, their center depth especially. But I could still see them making the playoffs. The Islanders, uh, I don't know. But then you've got Buffalo and you've got Ottawa, and I think that's the group. Right. So I'm going to be lame and I'm going to say no, but I hope I'm wrong. I'm going to say Ottawa does it. Okay. I'm going like to say it. Ottawa. They're ready. Yeah, I like it. Um, anything else? I think that's everything. I think that's our train ride, episode 102 of Hockey Talk on the Rocks. So... Go Canucks! One time, sometime. One day. Bye bye. Okay, hey Canucks fans, it is Laura by herself. Um, But I just thought I would pop in to say a couple of thoughts about the Tanner Pearson trade because that happened after we recorded on the train in Austria. And basically, the Canucks uh, traded a third round pick and Tanner Pearson to Montreal for goalie Casey DeSmith. And I think both me and Keith, um, we think it's a, a decent deal for the Canucks. I mean, it, it sucks that they had to give up the third round pick, but in the alternative situations that could have happened, basically like they could have had to give up a second or um, given someone away for nothing who's actually quite a good player. I think it's all right, especially considering the fact that they get back to Smith, who the Canucks needed a backup goalie. They needed someone better than Spencer Martin. So hopefully he works out. I do have some small doubts only because we've seen established backups like Halak, like Holtby in the Canucks organization the last few years, and they've been terrible. So hopefully the Smith does better than that, and hopefully... Demko stays healthy this year and we don't need to see a ton of DeSmith or Martin and let um, Silvas uh, develop in the minors and it sounds like Martin's going to go on waivers here in the next day or so so hopefully 
um, someone claims him because honestly, uh, we don't really need him right now or else they make a, a trade to get um, an asset back for him. But there are a lot of goalies that are going to go on waivers here, so we'll see what happens there. Other than that, the Canucks have played uh, two preseason games. They've lost both, um, but one of them was much worse than the other. Uh, that was 10 nothing to Calgary. But again, I, I, I don't think the overreaction... I think the overreaction is a bit unwarranted. I mean, obviously they dressed a, an AHL lineup, essentially. Um, none of their big boys played, and so you can't take too much away from that. But at the same time, why did they dress that lineup? I don't know. But last night they played Edmonton, and they lost 2-1. Um, but it's Edmonton, and both teams dressed pretty good NHL rosters. So all in all, it's not bad, not freaking out. The last the quick thing here is that we also learned yesterday that Luongo's uh, not going to have his jersey number retired, but he's going to go into the Ring of Honor this December. Now, uh, like, I love Luongo. I think he's the greatest goalie we've ever had. I think if you talk about the reason for him not getting it retired is because Kirk McLean also wore number one. You're insane because one of those goalies um, was career-wise, was substantially better, and it's Luongo. However, <laughs> I also argue quite a lot about how the Canucks have too many jersey numbers retired for a team that hasn't won anything. And so I think it's weird that they're doing it with Luongo, that they're not retiring his number, but I'm okay with them not retiring his number just because we've, we've retired too many already. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Anyway, I'm hoping that the Canucks get a win in the preseason tomorrow, and we'll see what else goes. Or tonight is tomorrow in Italy. Anyway, uh, peace out and go Canucks go.